like it, but I am going to hit record. Yeah, because uh, it's already been done. Hey, it's already been done. Hey, huh? Don't have a cow, man. Oh shoot, that's such a good Bart. We, I didn't know you had a pocket Bart. Of course, man. Whoa, I can see the skateboard now. Uh, and what else is Bart known for? Uh, uh, I'm this uh, century's Dennis the Menace. <laughs> I'm glad you said century because that really is. It, it's it feels like it's a point. It's approaching that point with the Simpsons. That's right, man. We've been around way too long. <laughs> do the part, man. Bartman. Oh, so good. Woo. Let's go. go. You know we gotta keep it hype all day and night like this. Showing love when we can. Shout out to the super fans. Uh huh. You don't really wanna miss Pop Socket. Stay lit. So if you ready, we ride and take it back to the 90s. From movies to the video games, just a couple of nerds keep it so entertaining. Hey, Pop Saga. Hey there, fellow pop culture enthusiasts. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Pop Saga, your go-to destination for all things nostalgic and utterly entertaining in the world of pop culture. Today, we've got a special treat in store for you. Now, I know you're used to our meticulously planned episodes where we dive deep into the hottest topics, but today we're taking a little detour into the unknown. That's right, it's time for a chill cast. Buckle up as we embark on a journey of spontaneity and unpredictability. We've, de- we've decided to throw caution to the wind and let the conversation flow wherever it may take us. Picture this as a late night hangout with your closest pals where you discuss range from the latest blockbusters to the most obscure retro gems. There's no script, no agenda, just pure unfiltered pop culture chatter. As always, I'm John. And I'm joined by the man, the myth, the legend himself, Forrest. So grab your favorite beverage, settle in, and let's dive headfirst into the uh, seldom-charted territory of pop culture exploration. Welcome to Jillcast, where the only rule is to have fun, because that's an order. And that's the only scripted thing you'll get for this episode. There you go. (laughs) Oh, beautifully written. Really like that intro. I think it'll be hard to live up. To the the standard set by the intro. No, 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 no. You say that, and then you come back with like some Elizabethan level, like, and I'm like, God, man, I. It's <laughs> like I grew up with a speech impediment. You making me work triple time to remember words and make sure I put them in uh, order that makes sense, and all that stuff. So there you go. <laughs> please. Yeah. Well, I mean, please. I don't know if you've had a problem. Uh, with putting words in an order that makes sense, I've never, I've never seen anything or heard anything to make me doubt that that wasn't something that you had a, uh, nothing but a stellar command of. Uh, me no speak well sometimes. What? <laughs> I told you. Nah, I'm still, I, I'm still a little brain slow. So, like I said, it took me like six hours to write this thing. <laughs> it's like, should I work? Hey there. Comma. <laughs> Hello, pals. Yeah. It almost it, was, it almost had like a, a Rod Serling quality, that intro. Picture uh, yeah. if you will. Picture if you will. <laughs> Fellow pop culture enthusiasts, welcome back to another <laughs> exciting episode of the Pop Saga. Your go-to destination for all things nostalgic and utterly entertaining See? in the world of pop culture. Imagine yeah. if you will. I wish I, well, you know, the problem is like, uh, for me, well, it's not a problem. It's just, I don't, I like improv. So writing things is a little um, difficult, but then I realized while doing this show that I'm not good at improv. <laughs> so like coming up with these off the cuff is not, not the finest, not my strongest, uh, uh, brain farted right there <laughs> as if yeah. to punctuate your point 
Yeah, Here exactly. comes the brain fart. Yep, it's happening. Oh, it's happening. <laughs> yeah. Return of the brain fart once again. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, John, do you have what one might consider a controversial pop culture opinion? I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. I think I have one as well. Uh, although uh, I, I, I don't know. I, don't, I, I think I think I do. Uh, maybe it's more widely held than I'm assuming. But uh, can but, you think of yours? And would would you be willing to share it? Yeah, I'm trying to. It's it's interesting. Yes, I'm like I'm sure I have one, but I don't. Uh, like I don't care that if it's controversial. So what's my opinion? Okay, let me okay. Uh, give me give me an example. Give me an example. Okay, Let's so ju- jumpstart the brain. Give me an example. Okay, fair enough. Here's mine. Uh, I believe that the seventies through the late seventies through the early nineties were the most f- fertile and creative uh, time for making genre movies. And we've spent the decades since sort of, with few exceptions, trying to recapture uh, that feeling. And we're doing it by, like, repeating the same things over and over again. But all the things that we're repeating basically got their start in that time frame. Uh, And so, yeah, the the early 90s were the end of original content, (laughs) more or less, in terms of movies, I, I mean. I don't really. Is that just is that just I, me being a boomer, John? Well, I mean, not really. We're not boomers. Boomers are like the you know, people, you know, like our parents are. Even my well, technically, my mom's old as shit, so she's not even a boomer. <laughs> she's before that, but like everybody else, yeah, like. We're not boomers. We're not yeah, zoomers. Yeah, well, listen. You know, I'm but... sorry. I'm sorry to tell you, but everyone, like even don't, don't mil- millennials, are are boomers now. Ah, oh, get it. Get the, GTFO. <laughs> <laughs> I see you scrabbling, trying to stay relevant. <laughs> yeah, I'm hip. No cap. What is? Oh, pause. I, okay. Yeah. What for? Uh, for real. Yeah. What's that yeah. mean? Uh, I believe I'm going to translate it in 90 speak. No lie. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Now I get it. Now you're speaking my language. Yeah, see, I figured translate. That's why I don't think your th- statement's that controversial. Uh, <laughs> because I just feel like every everyone has kind of learned from that period that you you know you outlined. And then they just are doing the things better now because the technology, in most cases, has caught up in certain things that were kind of like pushing the envelope back in the 80s and 90s or, you know, the envelope's been long opened at that point, so people are really able to run with it. But I don't think in terms of originality, I don't know, like, yeah, maybe, maybe. It just seems so wild. Like, think of things that happened in, like, aside from something like James Bond, which is just this perennial thing that will seemingly never stop. Try to think of another, like, another franchise that comes from before that time frame, even, that we're still doing. Well, you said it earlier, the Twilight Zone. That always seems to make its way back. Yeah, it had a brief revival. Yeah, that's true. That's before that time frame. Yeah, Picture, if you will, two out-of-touch middle-aged men talking into a microphone but never looking at each other. <laughs> All factual, Rod. <laughs> <laughs> Take a drag off this cigarette. Oh, Rod, you're I'm genius. Picture, if you yeah. will. Uh, Mission Impossible. So when did the, the when did Mission Impossible first come out? In 1966, and it had okay. a revival in the 80s, and then the uh, movies 
afterwards. Yeah. And the 80s one spanned a while, too. It wasn't like it was gone. It was there for... It wasn't like Galactica 82 or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we don't talk about Galactica 82. No. And you have one out there saying, hey, you all should watch that and talk about it. No, thanks. Um, it, but it went from like 85 to 89, I think. And then mm-hmm. they, the movie came out with 96, I think. Uh, the Tom Cruise one, but that's been mm-hmm. around for a while. Ninety six, um, you're exactly right. Did you just pull that off of the uh, the old dome? Yep, yep. Wow. It well, it's again, it's one of those. I worked at a movie theater, so there's a right. But that was one of the few movies I actually watched because a, a big Mission Impossible fan as mm-hmm. a little kid. But I mean, those are other ones that have kind of stuck around for a while, and then just a bunch of variations from that i think at this point so i I don't think you're i don't think what i'm saying is i don't think your take is that controversial because like why can't someone make a new predator like why can't someone invent the new not another predator movie i think you know some prey was awesome but uh yeah exactly something that is similar i don't know if it's probably not because of lack of trying, but more about who you're going to to get something like that made. You know, we hear a lot how Hollywood's not really interested in making like new things. It's about, you know, banking on something that has a proven success track record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and then, then just kind of running it from it from that. So, like, why make the next version of The Predator? not the actual movie, but like something new imposing along those lines when you could just make a predator movie. Yeah. Even though arguably it's really hard for people to even make those because there's only three good ones. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. That's right. Predator, predator two and prey, the perfect trilogy. That's it. Uh, Watch prey first. That's called the, uh, the, uh, Utah order. (laughs) Yeah. For all the that. for all the Predator extended universe fans out there, that one's over you. Uh, I hear a lot of people saying that with the success of Barbie and Oppenheimer, mm-hmm. um, that the the age of original movies might be back. They they are thinking they're looking at the box office trends this year, and they're saying audiences are are. Post-pandemic, audiences are more picky about what they see in the theater, and they want, like, new original spectacle. What's your take on that? Is it just, is that true, or is it just that the normal spectacle-type films this year have been largely divisive or disappointing? Hey, it's a little column A, a little column B. A little both, yeah. Yeah, because, like, you know, I'm not, I don't think there's purely a superhero burnout. But there definitely seems to be, you know, what's dominating what people are talking about. So mm-hmm. I can see people trying to look for just something, you know, a little bit of a reprieve, a little bit of a thought, um, you know, away from that or a different take or, you know, just something different. So I, 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 I could see the need for that. Um, at the same time, you know, it's just kind of like there have been some real bangers this year, but for the most part, I've been like, eh. I need to see that in the theater. I yeah. need to see that in the theater. You know, it's like for every one that I saw that it was really worthwhile in the theater or two that I was like, oh, all right, that was a, I can watch that at home. Yeah, because there yeah. are plenty of like nostalgic franchises and new franchises that did well, like uh, Across the Spider Verse performed very mm-hmm. well. Uh, and before that, that's not, this is not this year necessarily, but uh, Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. Uh, was a big hit, and that's a huge nostalgia play. Um, yeah, it's hard to definitively say one way or the other. Certainly, the convergence of Barbie and Oppenheimer has created a bit of a cultural, a pop cultural phenomenon that has extended beyond the, the reach of normal movies. But uh, whether or not that points to a larger trend, I just can't say. I don't think we have enough data. Oh yeah, no, I. 
I really wish, uh, you know, and I, I consider myself part of this list, you know, us Americans would stop being so shorted, short-shited with this shit. It's yeah. going to take a while to figure this stuff out. Like, we just can't be all like, oh, man, you know, like, today I, uh, you know, my dog uh, didn't bark at the mailman. I think we're really coming up on it. And then the <laughs> next day, your do- you know, your dog barks the mailman even worse than on normal. It's just like, there's a little bit more. Let's take a look at it. I think what we generally like are, you know, like our, our generation and, you know, younger really skewed towards these memes, right? And having Oppenheimer and Barbie out in the same day is just like meme force Voltron, you know, like you're going to get everything that's going to culminate together. It just happened to be that, you know, both films checked out and both films were really good. You know, like you're you're getting a Nolan movie. It's, it's a Nolan movie. Probably going to enjoy yourself in some form or fashion. And then like with Barbie, you know, you had Margot Robbie, you had no expectations, but I think the trailers probably did a pretty good job of trying to set them that this wasn't going to, you know, be like another uh, toy line movie where it has like almost no connection to the material in one form or fashion or whatever. And this one seems to be, you know, do very well. I mean, made a billion dollars. So figured out something, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I love that movie. Fantastic. Can't wait for you to see it so we can talk about it here on the show, but that's not yeah. today. Yeah, a couple that weekends, a couple weekends. Not this weekend, the following weekend. Afterwards, I'm I'm going to see it. Fantastic. Even though Tani was just like, I don't think, I didn't think he'd want to go see that. So we were, you know, we were just going to go out to dinner. I was like, what? What makes you think I wouldn't go see Barbie? Well, she's, I mean, she sees you as the shining lumberjack of masculinity that you actually are and uh not to say that that's something that should keep you from just watching the barbie movie uh but uh but i but i, I don't know i mean it, i i was trying to I mean, compliment you i mean i well thank you <laughs> i did a bad uh, job i i like being the bastion of masculinity with my jim uh, and the hologram t-shirt and <laughs> or, or my barbie uh, you know as the bride from kill bill t-shirt that i was planning on wearing to go watch oh, this movie brilliant. with yeah, yeah, because, yeah, of course. No, of course I'd, I would want to go check it out. Oppenheimer's, it's so good. I'm Listen, looking forward to it. the Barbie movie is fantastic. I, mean, yeah. I can't see any more, but I loved it. I, I cried good. a little bit. It was fantastic. Well, that's uh, that's that's not hard anymore. <laughs> not just for you, for me as well. Yeah, as no, well. I, I got you. I got yeah, you. it's a little like, it's just, and it's okay. You know what? Discovered that. It's all right. I can do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It'd be nice to... Get some good hearty laughs. Uh, yeah, absolutely, it is very funny. So if you're looking to uh, get some laughs, it's a perfect uh, candidate for that. But you know what else? Not only is uh, Barbie back in a big way, uh, what else is back in a big way is our drinks theme. Oh, I you, fixed you, it. You fixed it finally. <laughs> finally broke the seal figured it out that's right yes i find i got in there i got in the guts of voice mod and i i found the problem and i corrected it user error i'm not too pr- uh, proud to admit um but of course this is the segment that everybody loves and waits for and can't wait for i should say on our show what are you enjoying <laughs> don't hurt yourself I really did hurt myself. What do you enjoy this evening, John? Uh, doctor's orders. I'm still uh, recovering from the old car accident, so mm-hmm. I am still having H2O, so I don't get swollen muscles that will then hurt way worse. Jeez, that sounds awful. Well, yeah. uh, you take one uh, hydrogen atom. <laughs> Uh, we know two hydrogen atoms, one oxygen atom. You mix them together. What do you got? Water. Delicious. Crystal clear. Straight from the tap? Yes. All That's of right. those things. Nothing wrong with tap water, people. I'm not going to say drink it because I don't want to be held liable for something, but uh, I do. Yeah, I do as well. But Can't, tec- yeah. can't rec- recommend it necessarily depending on where you live, but 
Uh, yeah, I drink it right out of the tap. Sometimes I just put my whole mouth under there. Just make a closed yeah. seal. You got a real deep sink. <laughs> That's right. Uh, yeah, I have to go in the I kitchen, but... Oh, jeez. Yeah. At that point, just, just use a glass. That's I right. don't really have a deep sink as much as I have a mouth like a Simpsons character. <laughs> Yeah, Just like right. a proboscis type situation. <laughs> yep, yeah, that's right. Impressive. Even with the mustache and beard. That's right. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. He's it's a whole thick thing. lips. Thick lips. That's right. It's the Colby <laughs> with two C's. Uh. Okay, well, what, Mister T H I double C lips? What are you drinking? What have I got my lips around this evening? Ugh, I gotta stop saying that. I'm grossing myself out. But, uh, John, you know, actually, I think this calls for a bit of a change. My drink. Um. Ah, uh, oh, yes. And so I cracked open a wine bottle or broke a box <laughs> oh, or John. something. Uh, you are very astute. Uh, your ob- observations are second to none. That's right. For this evening, I'll be enjoying a Chianti Classico. Uh, Reserva. This is a winemaker's choice, apparently, and it comes to you straight from Italy uh, via uh, San Leandro, California. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yes. A full-bodied Chianti. Dry... And of course, uh, you know, uh, fruit forward with uh, delicate notes of Italian herbs. Let's see if we can get this cork. Ah, yes, and we're going to pour ourselves a little bit of dry wine in this glass right now. Can you hear the pour? It's deliciously red, ruby, and quite fragrant from the hills of San Leandro. <laughs> I know San Leandro appreciates that song. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Well, I made a... Uh... A pasta sauce last night that had, you know, Roma tomatoes and capers and hot pepper flakes and kalamata olives and olive oil and, and basil and oregano from two plants I'm growing on my deck. I'm, growing is generous. I'm keeping them alive. They're on life support somehow. <laughs> I'm very bad at growing plants, is what I'm trying to say. But yes, yeah, uh, I, I uh, needed a, you know, I haven't, I don't really usually drink wine, but I got the hankering for it. So I, I looked online to see what would be, what would be a wine robust enough uh, and have the right characteristics to not get totally drowned out by the, the, the very high acidic uh, and and robust flavor of the sauce itself. So. Recommended a dry red wine like a Chianti. Chianti? Chianti? Who knows? You said it the right the, uh, the second time. Mmm, delicious. I'm and, just surprised uh, you didn't have it with like a uh, liver and some fava beans. Mmm. That's too, uh. That's just, Come uh. On. That's Come too on. basic, I think. Oh, oh, cue me. Plus, I don't it eat liver. <sighs> that's disgusting. Ugh. Unless it's crea- unless it's uh, blended up into liverwurst, and then I will eat it on a pumpernickel with cream cheese. Yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. And by the way, that sound was just a chair. Don't worry about it. All right, here we go. There we go. <laughs> yes, that's right. I'm very oh. fancy. I could tell. I can. I can tell you, you. You kept it cork. You didn't even. You didn't even let it breathe. Oh uh, no! I, I opened it yesterday, so it's had plenty oh, okay, of time to okay. breathe. Okay, good, good, good. I was about to be like, "Oh man, do I need to send? I need to send you back to Napa Stat?" Oh, uh, heaven forbid, John! I, of course, have no need to go to wine school. I invented it, I dare say. I mean, we know it's still, still Forest Wine School. <laughs> 
Listen to the heart of beautiful San Leandro, California. <laughs> where we have classes ranging from sniffing wine, sipping mm. wine, oh. swirling wine around in your glass, oh. commenting on the legs of the wine, because that's a thing. Also, we'll teach you things that could apply to any wine that you can say in a group of friends that will make you seem smart and educated, such as, I love the oaky finish. It's a very fruit-forward red. (laughs) I taste dry black cherries and juicy tart blackberries. (laughs) You can tell this this wine is from Lompoc. Because I found a condom in mine. (laughs) 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 They do be saying that stuff, though, when you do go to wine taste, though. But you can taste the currants, and it's got a zesty lime finish with a bit of smoke like a cigarette ash. And you'd be like, oh, it just tastes uh, like wine. Uh, yeah. Wine, I, I, my palate, it's funny, because I have a pretty decent wine collection. For no reason, just because I don't drink it all the time, which I need to start. I feel oh. like you're in. If you're a resident of San Francisco, they will kick you out if you don't have a pretty decent wine collection. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it did come like you know the charter and everything. You just got to yeah. <laughs> pay yeah, there's, a, there's a person from the government that comes around and surveys your wine collection every year to make sure you can still uh, live there. Are you maintaining your twenty bottles of red, ten bottles of white, ten rosé? <laughs> How are you storing those? Are they in direct sunlight? Oh my god. What, do you think I live in Oakland? I would never do that. (laughs) Store my wine in direct sunlight. How many of those are Merlots? We've all seen sideways, right? (laughs) Boo, Merlot. Merlot is fine, oh. I love Merlot. I don't get what it, that's all about. If you want a uh, like, if you want a wine that is kind of like good with everything, that's why Merlot is so popular. It's great. Leave Merlot alone. Yeah, leave it alone. Do you have a favorite red? I do. It's a Syrah. Ah, a Petit Syrah, or just a regular? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't care how small or big it is, as long as it's good. Ah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> la grande. Yeah, exactly. No, I just very much like you were saying, like with a Merlot. Um, in this instance, I like Syrahs because it depends where I am. I'm partial to a couple regions, but you know, pretty much up in Sonoma, Napa area, and then I like the Syrahs you can get from Australia. Anyway, whatever. I like it because it just tends to go well with lots of different types of like food. Totally crushable Syrah, great drinkable red wine. I am a fan of Tempranillo. Uh, Tempranillo. Tempranillo. Yeah, for, I, I, I'm a big fan of uh, of uh, like uh, South American based wines, oh, yeah. especially from Chile. Uh, love a, a Chilean wine, and uh, in fact, I have a bottle of Sangiovese that's, uh, oh. that I am waiting to open. Uh, got to find a good pairing for that. I've got some skin on salmon that perhaps I will grill at some point. <laughs> Living the good life in the P. That's right. At Forest School of Wine, you will learn such words as pairing. <laughs> and this one is very fruity on the nose. Hints of grass and graphite finish it out. <laughs> it lingers on the palate. That's the graphite, buddy. That's the graphite. Oh, I don't feel so good, you'll say, when someone asks you where the wine came from. 
I have to use the toilet. I have terrible diarrhea. <laughs> Bet you everyone listening today is like, wine? Really? <laughs> it's not. It's very uh, non-typical for this show. I think it might be the first time a wine has ever been featured on an episode of Pop Saga. I definitely think so. Since I, I mean, certainly since we started doing this wildly popular segment. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I should. I. I. I mean, I could drink like a bottle of wine a night, and yeah. I'd be. It'd take me like weeks. Oh, you're saying that's how how deep your wine cellar is? Exactly. Wow. Yeah. I'll it's, say. It's, it's a lot of it's probably vinegar by this point. To be fair, but I was going to ask how long have you been? How long have you been hoarding this wine? This is something that that I didn't know until very recently. Because you always see those those movies and rich people have a cellar filled with wine that is sometimes like 100 years old. Yep. And they're like, the, you can't drink it. Yeah. Which just, is, is crazy to me. Yeah, you might as well just uh, open it up and put it on a salad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's how vinegary it's going to be. It's going to taste terrible. So it's it. just the fact that you haven't. Yeah, man. You'd be like, I got this 200-year-old bottle of wine. You going to drink it? Nah. But it's 200 years old. That's like history. So, John, bef- the reason I know this, before I figure this out, is that someone at some point had given me a bottle of red wine. Okay. That I just didn't open. For whatever reason, I didn't open it. And then I did. Oh, well, yeah. That was a mistake. I was like... This $10 bottle of Merlot has been sitting here for 15 years. Oh, surely, yeah, yeah, yeah. surely now it has the flavor and character that mm. will, will like make this <laughs> sort of time bucks. investment worthwhile. No. I opened that. What came out was a brown, chunky liquid. And I said to myself, well, I'm dumb. <laughs> yeah, no. That's and I drank the whole thing. I bet you did. No, I did. But yeah. I wish I did. It would have been funnier for the story. You're like, it looks like steak sauce. <laughs> oh. I was like, honey, did you put the A1 in the wine bottle again? In my $10 bottle of wine that I let sit for 10 years? <laughs> Dollar a year? What's wrong with you? <laughs> <sighs> Like I bought, I, I was up there, and I bought. They they were like, we have a 2012 Saran. Mm. I was like, all right, but the person was like, you can buy it, but you need to drink it by October. And I was like, why October? Anytime after October, we cannot guarantee it will not taste like vinegar. Like it, oh, it, it's got I mean, how are they that precise? I mean, I don't know. I mean, they totally could have been like tricking me. I don't care, but I bought it and it was tasty. Okay. But I, I made sure I found something really worthwhile to, you know, like eat with it. Yeah, I went to Five Guys. So, took the... <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. you've got Five Guys money? Well, I said it was a special occasion. I'll say. I, mean, I mean, I had to go check to see what their corkage fee was. Right. <laughs> Yeah, you just have to market on that little, you know, that little checkoff list that you when you're up there at the yeah, making, you, making your custom burger. Yeah, you're like okay, no, no half a onion, no lettuce, mustard, uh, corkage fee. It's <laughs> it's reasonable. It's, it's like it's seven dollars, but you got to bring your own paper bag. Mm. That's good. Uh, that's good. And you you can pair it with those delicious shelled peanuts uh, that Ed just are just sitting open uh pre-covid post-covid doesn't matter just open peanuts you could go in there just take a greasy handful of no problem you didn't know someone else was funneling those peanuts no those shells are on it doesn't matter their 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 juicy hand grease can't get through the shell it's well but you still gotta touch the shell that's right and, and then, then you put that finger in your grubby mouth. Right after you got, yeah. That see, it's still not. That's it's not good. That's not good. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying that's not good. Yeah. Well, you've got. It sounds like you've got a very impressive 
uh, wine collection. Did we ever get to your controversial opinion, your pop culture opinion? Were you able to think of one? Uh, no. Mm. You're saying that like you just have confidence in your opinion so much so that there's really nothing you can say that would be controversial well, I mean, because of how right it is. Exactly. Like I, I'm like Mary Poppins. I'm practically perfect. In, yeah, I think with way. some, maybe your your love of the Last Jedi might be controversial. Probably yeah, the most I, controversial, but I don't think so. Well, I mean, look, we're 162 episodes in. What's the hottest take you've ever heard come out my mouth? Hmm, that's a great question. Because, yeah, I like The Last Jedi because of how subversive it was to everybody just looking for the same shit. Kind of go back to what you were talking about earlier. We're not going to come up with any new ideas. At least I want something that's going to be a little bit more expansive. And, yeah. you know, opening that up. You know, it's just every the, the, the dogmatic Jedi fan who doesn't think they don't do anything other than what they see in the movies really couldn't accept what the last Jedi was doing. Is it my favorite, absolute favorite star Wars movie? No, I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I didn't will. And and I will fight to the death for your right to say so. Uh, Thank you. I'm glad. I mean, you don't need to, I, Hmm? you you Uh don't need to fight to the death. (laughs) Oh boy. Well, hmm. Don't enter any kumites for this. Well, I've got something we need to talk about after the earlier. Well, that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, Here's a a controversial thing that I heard. It's not really an opinion of my own, but it's something that I heard. Uh, I read, or I should say I read an article. Um, I read an article that said... uh, uh, Daisy Ridley's new Star Wars movie is the perfect chance to get this incredible extended universe villain into the canon. And I said oh, no. to myself, all right, oh, you got me. I'll yes. bite. I clicked on it. John, I'll give you one guess as to who they might be talking about. Or what they might be talking about. Uh... Would you give me an an era, or is that too easy? Uh, I well, I think if I gave you the era, it would give it away immediately, and maybe that is a is a hint in and of itself. Okay, so I'm gonna just shoot from my hip. The uh-huh. first thing that came into my head was Darth Revan. No, although uh, I think that could be cool. That was the first. I don't know why that just hit that just hit me. I was like, like, I don't think I would have disagreed with that. That wouldn't have been controversial to me. I would like to see Darth Revan. Okay, so at this point, it's Anakin Skywalker? But... Uh, no, here, okay, I'll just go ahead and tell you. Yeah, tell me, tell me, tell me. And I don't I'm blame the... you for not guessing this, because this wait, wait, enemy is, it... is better forgotten. Now, this it's not necessarily an individual, it is a group. We're, okay, let me just, featured in the movies? No, no. This is expanded universe only. Has only. not been brought into the the mainline canon through any to... means. Gijor. Fight <laughs> <laughs> Gijor. Great guess. Great guess. All right, I'm gonna give up. No, I'm it's Luke. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Do you remember that guy, the clone of Luke Skywalker? Okay, uh, I'm Luke. <laughs> no, this is even worse. More forgettable. The Yuzan Vong. Oh my God! You remember those? They're like a plant-based uh, yeah. bad guy who are who have are completely resistant to the Force and somehow lightsabers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was when I was like, okay, these books I'm no longer interested in. <laughs> it was tough, man. And I, they killed Chewie, I think, during that, like, at least maybe the lead up to it or in that uh, yeah, arc. Yeah, that make it more impactful. And then Dropped you know, a moon on him. Yeah. I mean, come on. Come on. Come on. Really? Yeah. Who Some, wants that's someone's that? take. I don't know, someone out there, someone who writes for a major publication, I'm not going to name, but they write for a, a web, uh, you know, a pop culture website, and they got their opinion out there. And I said, what are you doing, buddy? Yeah, holy crap. Like, ooh. 
like who who looks at them and be like the Yuuzhan? They don't even look like they belong in Star Wars. Oh, not at all. Not even a little bit. It had, kind of reminds me of that Marvel era when they were doing Star Wars comics back after the original movie came out, and they did all they like got Jackson and all these crazy characters that you'll never see again. Yeah, someone was just like, you know, it makes sense in the Star Wars universe. What's that giant green rabbit? Yeah, do you think somebody just made it a regular rabbit and the editor was like, we need something different. Something that will really make it Star Wars. Make it green. green. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> you and, make uh, it green. And uh, give him a blaster. And uh, color him red and white. But not like Bucky O'Hare. What? Whom? <laughs> Don't yeah. worry about it. Oh, these oh, that's terrible. See, that's just people. That's the wrong type of people trying to wish something into a, <laughs> into into being. No, no one needs a Yuzong Vong. Don't ever bring that up. No. And I, you know, now I'm kind of worried that that's what I'm going to get in Ahsoka. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> oh man, can you imagine? Because they are kind of out there. They do have to do some explaining, unless. Everyone, unless every Force-sensitive person dies before the Force Awakens, <laughs> they have to do some explaining about what, what, where they are and what's going on. And uh, yeah, you never know. We could that ship we could have seen uh, Thrawn on in the in in the trailers. That weird golden ship that could be the the Yuuzhan Vong. Car- it, I guess the outside maybe looks like plants. God, see, see, see how just wrong that sounds. It doesn't like, seem like it'll fit. But if you had told me that wolves and whales would be a big part of Star Wars, I don't think I would have believed you either. Fair. Fair. And now they're a huge part. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to make excuse. I'm not so I'm less concerned about that versus giant, you know, like cucumber spaceships and spore crap and then all the uh no no that that's what i knew i was just like okay well it's the heir to the empire trilogy and then that's it that's all the expanded universe stuff i need oh and i guess tales from java palace and tales of the bounty hunter god that would be great i would love to i can't wait listen you out there i'm talking directly to you uh, Dave Filoni. He, he can hear you. Uh, first off, great hat. Love it. Secondly, you had better, you had better give me Mara Jade. <laughs> I don't care. It doesn't need to be linked to Luke at all. Give me, just put Mara Jade into the cannon. <laughs> Do it. Do it, Filoni. I dare you. I double dog dare you. Just give me the purple lightsaber. I want it. I want that cool, complex character. Well, there you go. You heard him, folks. You heard Sorry. it, Filoni. Please. Hey, don't, no, don't, don't, don't backpedal. No? You got it. You got to okay. be, be firm. <laughs> I am just trying to firm. be firm. You got to be firm. <laughs> you got to stand tall. Filoni, Jade, Mara, in our Star Wars stat. Jade. Yeah. Because you, you can't do, you can't say this is even a loose adaptation of Heir to the Empire without her, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, just, I mean, hopefully... I don't know, like, of course, we've talked about before, I would hope that it would be heir to the Empire. It's not going to be. So at this point, just give us Mara Jade. Just, uh, and Talon, Talon card, because why not? Yeah, Talon card, Mara Jade, you already have the Yasalamar. You already have Thrawn. You already have his buddy, whatever his name is. <laughs> Forgot. Paleon. Or are yeah. you talking? Or are you talking about the uh, Nagri? Yeah, rumor is he's going to be in that show. Oh, don't tell me the rumors! I've seen nothing except Whoops. the. Oh, it's all right. We're we're getting close. We're getting close to go time. Yeah, it's almost yeah. go time. We're going to find mm-hmm. out soon. Yeah, and you know it's been such a drought of 
really anything to watch. It feels like that uh, I, I've had to go seek a uh, different harbor. Yeah, after after the crushing disappointment that was uh, Secret Invasion, and if you are curious about our thoughts on that, you can listen to the last episode. We gave a pretty comprehensive uh, breakdown of what we thought of the entire season, but after the complete disappointment of that, uh, I could really use a win. I definitely went right out from that and started watching Severance, as I mentioned on last yep, episode. Yep. Burned through that. One of the best shows I've ever seen, hands down. I uh, don't know when we'll get a second season of that, but uh, really terrific show. Um, but now it's over, so I'm, I'm left I'm like you. I'm listless. I'm I'm just floating in the ether with only strange one one more episode of Strange New Worlds to uh, to keep me from uh, from fully spinning off into the darkness of space. Yeah, we we've got our two. Uh, we're we're two behind. Oh, Strange New World. Uh, well, I'm like rationing this out. Like we are yeah. on a life raft, and I'm just kind of like, okay, we can we can we can, we can eat well today. Let's have a let's have a Strange New Worlds. Which, right. Yeah. You know, I look. I'm gonna give you credit. Not only did you tell me that I should watch this, but um, I watched the one that had the um, lower deck characters uh-huh. come into it, and so then we've been watching lower deck right right lower deck yeah. is good right well you know i mean when i you know i, I look i'm gonna admit something i'll admit it right now you know i've been known to be wrong every six seven years um <laughs> you could really set your watch on it yeah exactly you can time it to the day uh july 27th um but I judged it by its cover. I saw the cartoon. I saw the art, and I was like, "Oh man, I won't watch this. This is for kids. I won't watch this thing." But then, when they were on Strange New World, I was like, "Oh, this ain't for kids." And then, <laughs> it certainly know, is not. And then Tanya said it best. She was just like, "Well, if they're half as funny on their own show as they were on this, I think we're in good company." So, uh, yeah, we've been watching that. We've been watching um, the original Mission Impossible. That's why that's been on my brain for a while. Use it for examples for everything. Yeah, and uh, you actually you recommended it last program. I had to. It's so it's so uh, to, kind of to your point again. It, it's it's so refreshing to kind of see where like a lot of other shows pull inspiration from, uh, from this being kind of like the the first one out, like during that whole, whole spy craze of the sixties, where mm-hmm. they want to kind of come up with the next James Bond. And then, of course, um, you have Blue Bloods. Of Well, I mean, Blue Bloods is the gift that always keeps on giving. <laughs> yeah. it, the never-ending supply of Blue Bloods. Yeah, it's. I mean, there's like 32 seasons, I think, right now. Oh, boy. <laughs> arcs upon arcs. Um, That's a long mustache ride. Ew. Yeah. Hooray for Hollywood. Uh, Just we, kidding. Uh, again, we support the, sp- the strike. Exactly. Um, we've been watching uh, My Adventures of Superman, and that's been, ah, that's been fun. Yes, I, I've only seen the first episode, but I liked it a lot. Yeah, that one like generally got me to laugh out loud. And I, I, I enjoy it because who's ever in charge of it, I feel like they understand Superman. So I'm like, all right, we're in good hands. We're in good hands. Yeah, it has sort of like a a almost Dragon Ball Z or anime-esque quality, um, at yeah, least in the first episode, to yeah. they've added sort of a twist to Clark's powers where he gets like, when he gets in trouble, he gets a little powered up uh, Super Saiyan style. And uh, I, like, I like that quite a bit. I was like, nice. I like this wrinkle. It's a good wrinkle. Yeah, wait till you see the next episode. It's going to make oh, that boy. even more even more like it. In fact, there's kind yeah. of a character in there that looks kind of like you. No, what? Yeah. Okay, now I have to watch. This I mean, like... it is a complete compliment, too. <laughs> okay. Just check it out. Okay, check I'm going to definitely check it out. See if you can figure out who it is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, buddy. You've sold me. That's Wait a minute, right. he, he just took off his Mission Impossible mask. It's David Zaslav. <laughs> I'm here to ruin it. I'm changing it from Max to Muh. <laughs> Max is too long. Yeah. Just change it to Axe, body spray. 
And they're going to buy us out anyway. What? Access buying WB money? Yeah. Yeah, they do. Did you see that they put out uh, that uh, Blue Beetle standee that still has the Batgirl? <laughs> it still has a, an advertisement for Batgirl uh, oh, hidden on it? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. They sure did. It's like someone came to him and was like, Sir, we have to update all the standees. We printed yeah. them with the Batgirl information. <laughs> Just leave it. No one will care. They'll save us $750. That's all I care about. Be <laughs> money. Yeah. Oof, oof. I, I tell you, I can't wait for this to be over, but it's it is it has been nice to kind of revisit um like these older shows. It's been interesting. Yeah, great to see well written shows written by writers and acted by actors. Love it. Yep. yep. Huge fan. Not- Take note, Hollywood. Remember where your bread is buttered. That's right. Bring they over a slice, because I've got the jam. That's what, that's what they, they call for is country crock. That's right. It was. It's. The, I've kind of reclaimed it. It's not. It's not initially meant as a compliment. Uh, but uh, yeah. I'm bringing it back. You're bringing, bringing it back. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Here's something I was thinking about, John. Shoot. And I don't know if I have a good answer for this, but do you have a favorite post credit scene? Because not just Marvel movies are doing these these days. Uh, all sorts of movies are starting to do post credit scenes. Do you have a favorite post credit scene? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Uh, Ferris Bueller. That is a you know what maybe the original post credit scene. I, like I can't remember anyone from beyond uh, before that uh, with all the movies I watched, but I just love. What are you doing? Yeah, get out of here. You still here? <laughs> you still get here? out of here. Yeah, just. It was it fun. Was, break break yeah. the fourth wall as he as Ferris had been doing the whole uh, the whole sh- the movie and uh, uh, if anyone was left there, they must have really had. It must have been very trippy the first time that happened. If they'd never heard it from anybody, oh they, yeah, maybe no. they fell asleep. Yeah, I don't imagine people were like, "Oh, the credits go. We got to get out of here." But the, for those uh, steadfast few who hung out, and we were just like, oh, "What? There's more movie after the movie? I, I don't understand. What? what? But yeah, yeah, I like that. Oh, I mean, I also like the um, uh, first Iron Man." When you knew they didn't know what the hell they were going to do with it, any of it. And they're just yeah. like, we need to talk to you about the Avenger initiative. And you're like, what? They said the Avengers. Oh, my God. And yeah, like, that's that, that was the one for me, I think. That was my the, the top of, uh, of the, the pops when it comes to post-credits uh, scenes. Has got to be one of the original superhero ones. That Just the idea that they were going to invest... In may in building out the Avengers, with that tease was was uh, incredible at the time. Yeah, I just you know for me I was such a skeptic I didn't believe it. Like originally, you know, when the Iron Man movie came out, Iron Man was not popular. And no, definitely, and definitely not, not a popular character. Mm-mm. And I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I kind of get it in some level why maybe people don't like uh tony stark or whatever but uh like i've said multiple times i've learned to read reading iron man comics but uh, i wasn't expecting that movie to do well at all i was just expecting it to be like another batman and robin that was my mm-hmm. like that was the bar in. at the time yeah like i mean i was like i was happy that they got robert downey jr because i could see that but like all the uh, san diego comic con that was stuff that they were showing everything else i was like oh the logo looks pretty good, actually, but I think this movie's going to suck. You know, like, I, I was really just dead set on it. And then I watched it. I was like, oh, my God, this is the best damn superhero movie ever made. Mm-hmm. Obadiah Stane. Yeah. Tony Stark made one of these in a cave. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that, that 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 is a really good like post credit. Like I said, the the pop off there is such worth it. But yeah, Ferris Bueller for me. Yeah, Ferris Bueller for me. Yeah, that's a good. I like that answer quite a bit. It's weird that like the latest Marvel stuff just hasn't like they haven't done anything with those post credit scenes that have been exciting. Yeah, that's the truth. Like I can't. Yeah, I mean outside of. Um, Damn, I can't even think of the last exciting one that made me go, all right. I, I can't. It, everything just feels like it's an advertisement for the next movie now, mm-hmm. but in the worst way possible. Not like the the, 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 the the nuggets that you used to get before. It's just all like, huh? Oh, okay. Well, shit. It's, it's almost like you just wait to watch the end credit scenes to get the point of the, the whole movie was actually about. Yeah. yeah. When do you think it jumped the shark? Was it? Eternals, yeah. Oh, yeah, where where they had Blade heard but not seen. Yeah, you ready to go? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it was. How fucking dare they? By the way, I, I it just I didn't care for that. I didn't really care for the mid credit scene, especially after watching it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying it's a cursed movie, but. Blade kept losing its directors and writers, you know, now we got the strike. So Blade is like TBD. Yeah. Hard to to follow that up. uh, The the original though. You'd, I mean, honestly, I think they could just kind of re-release it. The original Blade movie, touch up the, you know, the Lamagra graphics. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say leave them as is. In fact, you know what? Make it more low risk. Well, I think that would actually do it some favors. It really would. Yeah, and then just like splice in some, you know, some of the characters now. You know, like when he's talking (laughs) to Whistler, just have like Moon Knight stand in the background. (laughs) Tapping his foot, you know? I would kill for that. Oh man, do something else with Moonlight, Moon Knight, please. Yeah, then we could ADR him. So you'd be like, Moon Knight, you gotta stay here. <laughs> Lamagra is mine. And then we go shoot back to Moon Knight, and he just nods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I guess Nod. so. I bye. <laughs> yeah. That. Yeah. I mean, give me. I mean, in this instance with the Marvel stuff, just give me something that I can. I don't know what I need, but I know they're not providing it right now. Not yeah. not in the same way they were. There there are moments and Guardians of the Galaxy 3 was fantastic. Definitely the best movie of the phases so far. Um for me. But, but it's still that's like the end of of the previous. <laughs> that's what I'm saying and it didn't really it set up some things, but uh, it really just feels like the things that's setting up is like, yeah, a lot of the people that you were used to in those other movies, yeah, they're not here no more. So, uh, <laughs> and, and, and Shang-Chi, hey. you remember him? Good. You like this guy? Because <laughs> we haven't brought him back or put him in anything. Or, anyway. or kind of, they haven't incredited him at all anywhere. You know what I mean? I'm just like, come on. Like, I don't, I don't, what are you doing here? What are, what are you doing? They don't know. They don't know. They don't know. They, don't know. they just don't. They don't got. They don't have it figured out. That's yeah. fine. You know, you you do a decades, a solid decade of uh, you know, uh, of truly like industry changing stuff, and you know, I don't blame you that you're kind of out of gas, bunny. You like my Christian Slater impression? <laughs> oh, I thought that was your Jack Nicholson. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, same diff. I mean, pretty much. Hey, Mr. Like, Robot. Like uh, spoilers for Mr. Robot, but oh, I'm don't, don't don't do that. Don't spoil <laughs> Mr. Robot. I might have to watch that show. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, you know, uh, I don't know. It, it didn't didn't mr robot had kind of an arc of quality where i can't wholeheartedly recommend it uh but uh those first couple seasons are very fine very good yeah well i mean i i, I mean I, I still have a lot of mission impossible go through 
Yeah, probably and so many blue buds. I mean, it's it's regenerative. It just keeps <laughs> coming out. <laughs> it's the Wolverine of, yeah. Yeah, of no, mustache-based uh, entertainment. Yeah, it's the best it is at what it does, and what it does is just not ending. Um, it's <laughs> fantastic. I can't wait uh, for more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking uh, of that, uh, Blue Bloods. Yeah, let's do it. Or I mean, just not ending. Uh, uh, Futurama recently debuted on Hulu uh, with what feels like. It's been canceled and then rebooted. Oh, you know, I I don't know the actual number, but it feels like at least five times. Yeah, it's, I think it's between three to five, but it's definitely more than most. Yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. It's back, and it's pretty good. I watched the first couple episodes. Uh, you know, if you're out there and you just finished, uh, if you just finished Secret Evasion and you're looking for something else to to um you know make you feel better about the time you wasted <laughs> i would say i i recommend severance i recommend uh what we do in the shadows uh lower decks strange new worlds um are all worth it if you've seen all those sorry buddy maybe You're silo's out. good i haven't tried it i haven't checked it out maybe check that out maybe silo's worth it yeah, all right, you got it. You got figured out. That's not what uh, my recommendations are. Uh, Mission Possible, <laughs> Remington Steel, <laughs> Lower Decks, because I'm just watching it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, all things Impractical Jokers. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is such a left field. Every time you talk about how much you like Impractical Jokers, uh, my, it, there's that voice in my head that's like, really? Yeah, yeah. Is this it, an Impractical is- Joke? Is that a, is that a controversial take? Did I think of one? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I've never seen an episode, so I can't say. It does. It seems like a show I wouldn't like. I think that's a fair assessment. I wouldn't okay. rush out to tell you to go watch it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But you know, when I say, "Hey, mustache, what's up?" People get that. <laughs> that's that's uh, going out to all you impractical jokers fans out yeah, there. That's my tribe. Okay. Larry! There you go. All oh, right, yeah. Just nothing but IJ references anyway. <laughs> See how got, chill we are? That's how chill that, we are. That's how chill we are. Uh, doing IJ reference. Apparently, if you're a fan, you just you just go down to the initials. Uh, you know, I got fairly roasted recently Uh-oh. for not ever watching Letterkenny. What's that? Well, oh, thank you, I'm in what, good company here. What is what is that? I don't is that really a show know. On Fox? I don't know. Fox I've show? heard about it. I've heard the name. I have no idea what it's about. Is uh, that bad? Should I know I, that? No. Okay. If I don't know it, you should know it. You're good. You cover, God. man. You are good. Don't listen to letter kitty. What is that? Gazoon tight. What is that? Is that? I don't know. I simply do not know. Is it like a, uh, like a like a like reboot of the whitest kids you know? I don't think so. It says it's a sitcom. It says that it takes place. Oh, you know what? I, you know what I think it is? It's a okay. Canada thing. Oh well. Psh. Yeah, I have. I must admit that's a little bit of a cultural blind spot for me. I don't know a lot about uh canadian television you know granted i don't know that this is a canadian show but it takes place in ontario canada and very few american shows take place in canada that's all i'm saying um but uh all film yeah, there <laughs> i don't know that i don't know that show i don't know trailer park boys that's yeah. another one it's, yeah, that's a that's a a not uh, that's another cultural blind spot for me. So, I don't know. Uh, come at me with your uh, your Letterkenny recommendations. Tell me uh, why I should watch the sh- the show that um, I that I don't like the name of, and that's really the only reason I haven't watched it. I'm like, ugh, don't like this name. I, again, I'm not hearing anything wrong here. In fact, you watch what the people recommend, and then you recommend that to me. Okay, I will be. You, I'll be the canary in the coal mine for Letterkenny. Yeah, like if they give you like the top ten episodes, I need you to watch all ten and then at least get me a top three out of that ten. 
and then tell me what the top one of that is, and I'll probably watch about five, ten minutes of it. <laughs> okay. That we sounds did. really worth my time. I'm, I'm into it. Yeah, cool. Thanks. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, uh, fun. Well, you know what? I think that is a that, that down note about Letterkenny is a great place to <laughs> wrap up today's show. Works for me. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this very chill, chill cast, uh, wherever you are out there, because we sure as heck enjoyed making it for you. So let's wrap up this episode. First, what I would like to do is what we do at the end of every show, and that is to thank Burton M6 for the incredible music on our show. Check out our show notes. There is literally a link to find Burton M6, and you can contact him and and uh, perhaps he'll make some great music for you uh we've also got a pico link that leads to all of our social media so you can check on that if you would like to click on that link and follow it to the discord where you can join us and, and talk about all of your thoughts about uh you know secret invasion Maybe you liked it, and you have uh, you want you got some beef with us because we didn't like it. Uh, be nice, but uh, feel free to show uh, your um, uh, to share your opinion on that format. Uh, and of course, we also have an email address you can write into there if you have suggestions, uh, something you'd like to hear about on the show. Uh, you can write into there. But really, the best way to do it is to join the Discord. It's free. And it's fun, so give it a go. Uh, and what we would like to say out to you out there, if you're listening, and I assume that you are if you hear this, uh, we hope that uh, wherever you are, however you choose to listen to us, you are feeling happy and you are feeling healthy. And if you are not, that is totally okay. But we wish you the best. And I'm going to throw it over to John for the final word. Remember, folks... Everyone I know has a big butt. Hey, thank you for tuning in uh-huh. to all my super fans. Hope you coming back again. Got a shout out to Fresca. I know you riding with me as we pull up in the Hyundai Daily City. <laughs> you want the hype? I gotcha. Gotta keep it locked right here on Pop Saga. Woo! Pop Saga, let's go. 